0: Uh, this is Radiant Fire Radio with your host Christopher, and I have a very special guest, GT Dine Music.
1: How are What's you today? Up? I'm good, man. How are you, bro? <laughs> I'm
0: I'm so excited and I can't wait to get into this interview.
1: <laughs> oh man, it's <laughs> gonna be a good one for sure. All if right, we well, support, support, check out GT Dine Music. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, um, I I personally am not the most consistent with putting out content just because there's so many things that I'm doing. Um, the best thing would be to just friend me on Facebook, GT Dime Music, and then usually I try to share some of the stuff that I'm involved in. Um, nearly that long. 2013, I started writing. A little bit after that, I started learning a little bit about audio engineering, and then uh, I'm gonna say it was probably 2015 that I really dug into what it means to be an audio engineer. Uh huh. So I'm. It's I mean, intense, it, isn't it?
0: <laughs> it's, it's
1: real intense. There's a whole lot to learn. and There's a whole lot to know about it. Yeah. Yep.
0: How's so, that helped uh, you with your music?
1: I I would say that prior to 2020 helped me tremendously and maybe even going forward um it there might be some applications uh previously I mixed all my tracks really I I mixed all my tracks Every well I can't say that the first project I released I paid for the studio uh I was trying to learn as much as I can the first project I released was called the big bang uh I started rapping in 2013. I have three projects that I released. The Big Bang, uh, that was 2015, I believe. Falling Broken, and then Falling Broken, XL Versus, both of those came out 2018. So and how both- many
0: how many uh, records on each album?
1: I would say, and this is just roughly seven. Seven 12. for each one? Seven, 12, and probably 12 again.
0: Which one do you like the most on Big Bang? Big Bang, uh,
1: I gotta say, Dreamer, man. Dreamer. That's the one. That's the one track that I still perform to this day.
0: Really? Tell me about it. What What do you <laughs> like about it? Was Was there a, a defining moment in your life that gave you the lyrics? Did God just drop down upon you and just say, Ah, and you knew it? or did you really have to work at the song to get it?
1: Those are are great questions. I gotta say, for Dreamer, I was... I was in the right place spiritually. Uh, This can go into the back... some of the backstory of why I got to writing. Uh, If you want to talk about that a little bit later. Um, I feel like I... Well, I know that I started writing for a purpose and I've always had big dreams in my life. Mm. The track Dreamer came, I just found a random beat on YouTube, which a lot of my beats, a lot of my songs I've written to beats that I found on YouTube. Mm. Uh, This track Dreamer, I found the beat. It has a sample, I think it's from Christina Aguilera. And it was just like the perfect, perfect lyrics for the hook that kind of encompassed my feelings for the track. I wanted to talk about where I've been and some of the things that I aspire for, for my creativity, for my life. Um, And it's really interesting the way that the track breaks down first uh the first verse i'm talking about kind of my background second verse is talking about uh the fact that we're living in this kind of unknown as far as what our life is going to be uh and at the end of the day our actions determine what our life is going to be in the third verse uh it starts out with uh the biggest dreamers living in the grave, and that's just kind of—I uh, uh, don't know—highlighting uh, that so many people die with a dream in our hearts, mm. and there's there's a call for our lives, but for whatever reason, so many people fail to realize our potential, and that we die before we realize our dreams wow yeah yeah that, wow. that, that track dreamer is, is definitely and this is the the key to it is there's a the singing in the hook so as a performer that's a moment for me to take a breath uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and the verses aren't real rappy so i can even cut out that third verse and cut the whole track short uh and still be good for the rest of the set uh but it's Do you still, use that different. as a
0: guide for your life, you know, when you when you're down and you don't feel like uh things are falling together, clicking together? Do you go back to that from time to time and just kind of get reinspired? Or I
1: do. I'll say I do and I don't. Uh I feel like, and I'm just gonna be completely transparent with you. Okay. Um when I am not putting forth the effort to make sure that my relationship with God is in the right place, uh, it's it's a struggle sometimes. Yeah. But when God intercedes and we know that he is a, a great God to do so, and he, there was a moment last year, there was this event that I've done every year. I don't think we did it this year, because of the coronavirus, uh, it's, uh, there's this park here in Omaha. I live in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, there's a park. It's called Miller Park, but they call it Killer Park just because of the violence that goes on in this park. Wow. Uh, they do this event every year there, and they bring a gospel concert into this park. And this last year, I was performing that track, Dreamer, and uh, it was like, a spiritual downloading into me that I was able to speak into the people that was there at the event. And I talked about really what was what I needed to hear at the time that God has given us a dream that we are purposed to fulfill Mm -hmm. and that there's people that we're going to reach through this dream that no one else can reach because they haven't experienced the things that we have. Yeah. Uh but that that cause is on us uh just kind of God pulled that out of those those chorus segments in that song where it's not me rapping. I have the tracks in the background and I feel this call that I need to speak on something that is relevant for whoever that I'm speaking to. And, uh, it was, it was a real big conviction moment for myself that, you know, God has given me this talent and I don't even say that really I have a talent for rapping. I've, I've worked pretty hard to develop the skill and God put me in the place. When I started rapping to grow in my craft, he's put people in my path that helped me progress forward. And, uh, you know i can't
0: do anything but give give him the glory and the honor for that man that's all right <laughs> thank you <laughs> that's all right i um I, you know i've i've been been in the way for a long time since i was 5 and uh, i wow. remember when when christian rap first came out um dc talk a1 Damn. swift you ever heard of them who's that a1 swift never heard of them what about T-Bone? I heard of T-Bone, yep. T-Bone was was man drunk in the spirit. I love that song.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah. I never heard it. Oh, Yo, you, man, you gotta dope. check that out when you get a chance. He was he was like he was the first Hispanic, you know, gospel rapper that I heard, and he came out of the, out of the gang life somewhere in California there. And he just as a matter of fact, he was in that movie Fighting Temptations okay yeah so he um he really he really honed his craft i'm thinking of some of the other ones uh end time warriors when okay. i went to uh creation fest and this is a long time ago they had uh different sound stages they had rock rock rap gospel nice. you know all of these and it was a christian music festival and i found these guys oh, man. at that festival there so I know from from personal experience when I was younger, we we are we are thing there, the uh, the elders did not like gospel rap at all. Oh <laughs> sure, I'm and I, sure. I just was was listening to the beats, listening to the lyrics, and I loved it when found those Christian rappers that had good strong lyrics that you know tied them to Jesus dying on the cross, tied them to you know living a righteous and a holy life and. There was an elder in my church at, at one point in time, and you know he, he feigned interest in it. <laughs> and I said, "All right, I'll let you I'll let you listen to my my gospel gangster CD." Took it, to get, wouldn't give it back to
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I heard about gospel gangsters,
0: man. <laughs>
1: I don't know nothing about him. But no, my pastor but pastor in yeah. college, he told me about it. So I'll speak on my first uh, introduction to Christian rap was Jason. He actually came to my college. Uh, I think I was just on my way out of the college, and I heard that there was this rap concert going on in the chapel. Chapel is wow. where they had the curriculum events and things and. There was a Christian rapper going on there. I got his album, Life on Life, and I kid you not, bro, it was like the most crucial three months of my life at the time. Uh, I was banging that Life on Life album from Jay Son. This was my first introduction to Christian rap. I had a bro, Darrell, who had gave me, he gave me on an MP3, which MP3 is still a thing, yeah, <laughs> uh, some some, you know, he gave me some Lecrae. He gave me some cross movement. He gave me like some old school hip Christian hip hop.
0: Yeah, so you you're, it, it's neat to see that there's people carrying that 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 ministry on that message on, and uh, somebody's trying to do something to reach the young people, even even the older people who like the style of rap music. What, what would you say to some of these pastors now who are saying uh the still of the devil you're you're just all you're doing is swapping out uh you know the the devil's music and putting Jesus in it and
1: <laughs> man that's a great question and i felt like when you were talking about the old heads i felt kind of that that divide that there are people In the industry today that see it as an industry. And then there's also people in the industry today that see it as a ministry. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's mass support in the Christian hip hop industry. I can say that me personally. This year though I've been in kind of the lowest of lows personally, Mm -hmm. God has put me on platforms creatively that I never expected to be on because uh, I rap for his glory. Wow. But in the same sense, there are people who would seek to use that platform just for their own glory. Yeah. Me and my there wife were having a
0: discussion about the uh, the gospel music industry in itself, and it seems like they've they've either taken a fall or taken a hit because their lifestyle is not matching up with their music.
1: Yeah, and uh, Bro,
0: I have I to was... cite Mary Mary. You know, they went on TV and did the TV show, and I used to, I used to like them, but after I started seeing the stuff they were doing on, dang, I, I can't listen to them no more. Yeah,
1: I really can. <laughs> so I two things I'm going to say at the end of the day, we're all human beings and our our nature, what what we've the environment that we've grown up in has shaped our perception of the world. Mm-hmm. Not that that's right or wrong. Uh, so we live that out. And we have a tendency to make decisions to do things that may not be the most God glorifying. Uh, but then, on the other, on the other hand, there are so many people who I'll, I'll say that for me personally, I feel like my rap music was given to me as a means to glorify God. I may not have a hundred percent of my content that is God, God glorifying. Um, but in the same sense, like my heart is in the right place. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, you know, we're all human beings. We're going to fall short of the glory. And it, it is the call of those receiving the message to discern, uh, where this content is going to take them. That that's not to give anybody a pass at all. No, know? no. Uh, we should not be putting out content that's going to cause our brother to fall. Right. Um, it's it's just it's hard, bro. This is a hard world that we live in. Yeah. It's hard as a creative to be authentic to yourself. I met LaCrae at uh, this conference in. 2000, I would say 2017, 2018 and I asked him, like, what what advice do you have for somebody that wants to get started as a rapper and uh, you know, what advice do you have? And his advice was to stay consistent to yourself. Be real basically is what I'm going to say. Right. Uh, And at the end of the day, you know, a lot of us have grown up in in environments that aren't the most healthy, I'm going to be the first one to say that my environment growing up wasn't the most healthy. But despite that, I try to stay true to the gospel, stay true to uh, the conviction that God has put in my heart. And, uh, you know, I try to make sure that my content isn't leading the brother astray.
0: It sounds like you've overcome a lot of things here. And even in the most recent months um is some of it due to covid is it some of it due to family pressures or can you can you speak to some of those things and
1: yeah man i'm gonna say two so 2018 uh Fallen broken xl versus i had this whole picture there was supposed to be another series of mixtapes after that and it didn't happen because i fell Mm. Uh, 2017. and It happened before even the first mixtape came out. I fell in my... Thank you for being human. (laughs) You you know? (laughs) Hey. (laughs) What can I say, man? Um, I I would like to paint the picture that I'm I'm perfect, but at the end of the day, it's not a reality, and I'm still still battling the demons that I manifested in my life not to say that I'm a Satan conjurer or anything like that <laughs> but when we make decisions that are outside of God's will we impart laws that God set into motion way before our birth
0: that's the truth
1: y- you just gotta own that
0: that's the truth
1: so uh yeah man um not to go into too much detail. But uh, I was married. I made decisions that ended uh, not so well for my family, and kind of led to me taking this path of spiritual exile. And today, I have two beautiful babies. And again, you know, that's to say that God is is capable of reconciling any situation. That's right. I I have these two beautiful babies.
0: There's forgiveness. Right. There's grace.
1: There's this love. I'm doing my best to be the best father, be the best man I can in this situation. But, you know, there's alimony and there's child support and these (laughs) other laws that are in place that you know we gotta we gotta own that
0: again to walk through a dark place like that that had to be extremely hard but you know god gives you the grace he's he's giving you the tools that you need to to rise above become a better man become a better father and and some people say that we're a co-parent together you know
1: i wasn't i wasn't in the right place with my relationship with God. And I felt like uh, just a rebel without a cause. I've always been rebellious in some fashion in my life. <laughs> and we all today, are. Right. E- even today, I feel rebellious in some fashions. But in the same sense, I feel like we, we, we need to, we have to, in order to have a healthy life, have to have some higher power that we're submissive to. Um, but you know, that rebel is still inside of me. So I feel like that, that rebel moniker to a extent still, still applies, but in the same sense, I don't completely live that. Uh, I'm working on a project called Homecoming because I had an experience like two weeks ago at church uh, I, I run monitors at my church and uh, I have in-ear monitors so I can hear what's going on. The band came out on stage, service was getting ready to wrap up, and there was like dead silence for I don't know, I want to say like 15 seconds. Wow, and <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? Like, did the rapture happen? I got <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Uh, <laughs> We, we did a, a series at the movies, and it was a part in the movie, Lion King, where it was just real subtle and there wasn't a whole lot going on. So I assume like the gate just didn't hit right. And I just couldn't hear anything in my ears. <laughs> I mean, it was a real scary moment for me. Yeah. If you support, support. Check out GT Dime Music. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Um, I I personally am not the most consistent with putting out content, just because there's so many things that I'm doing. Um, the best thing would be to just friend me on Facebook, mm-hmm. GTDine Music, and then usually I try to share some of the stuff that I'm involved in. Um,
0: as a result of that, you still get to experience, you know, his forgiveness and his grace and Still be a testimony, you know, of how God changed and caused you to overcome, and I, I think that's exciting. In some of the best music that that you hear is from people, people just spilling their guts. <laughs> Look,
1: facts, bro. So this homecoming, I feel like this is an opportunity for me to speak on some of that, but in the same sense. Homecoming is me coming back to my place spiritually where God wants me to be and for Uh me owning my, my creative, uh, creative place, you know, uh, you you sounded like you had
0: a prodigal son experience.
1: <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> hey, where's where's my notebook? I need to take this down. <laughs> Don't be surprised yeah. if the prodigal son is in the track on that mixtape yeah. or on the album.
0: Yeah, okay. Oh. I'll, I'll see where you're at now. That's cool, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's cool. And yeah. see, people
0: need to know about the father's love and that experience. And yes, man sir. you can you can you can shine the light on that because You know, it's been prophesied that God is going to start returning the prodigals back into the house of God. And man, if he can use you to that (laughs) and to speak to
1: that, bro. Wow. Do like (laughs) exponentially. I feel like that that wasn't even part of my mind state. I was speaking more on me coming back to hip hop because I went through a drought of creativity. Uh-huh. 2018, I dropped XL Versus, and like I said, there were supposed to be more mixtapes after that, but I had a creative drought. 2019, I didn't put any music out. I still did some some shows here and there, but there was a drought. And yeah. I feel like 2020, as hard as it was, I felt this call that, we need to get back to get back to putting out content that gives life. Yes, and, uh, and
0: it, it, it really is needed. And when I was when I was scanning through your your Facebook page, you're you absolutely right. It was like I'm excited. I'm getting ready to do this. <laughs> you saw that, <laughs> and then it was like, all right. There's, did he did he delete the stuff? <laughs> what happened <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> and, and, and I
0: even peeped out that you like Gary Vaynerchuk and he he's always talking about content 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 content
1: <laughs> right right <laughs> it's got to be the right content though yeah the, the content for content's purposes is, is it it's fake
0: yeah it's
1: unnecessary
0: and that stuff. that goes against your creative spirit that God placed inside of you I, I, I get Man. that there's sometimes yeah. i I have a post, and I'm like, nope, I can't put that out there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That's that's not my better me, you know? Uh, I'm just going to put this out there. So there's a couple brands that I've created out of my creativity. Um, Good. Let me know if if any of these resonate. Humble Kings. uh, I saw that in there. Humble Kings, Okay. And then Urban Voice. Tell me Voice. about this that. Is, Was
0: that a group that you started or were you part of?
1: Yeah. So Humble Kings is still becoming whatever it is that it's going to be. Um, it started out as a radio show. Wow. We had a radio show. We got the DJ, DJ Flyness. Shout out to DJ Flyness. He's been battling COVID. So you guys send your prayers to him. Yes, please. He He's overcome it but he still has uh, like physical issues due to having COVID. Mm. Um, He cracked a rib last week from coughing too bad. Dang. Uh, Right. Oh my God. Keep growing your prayers. DJ Flyness, T Barlow, the pastor T Barlow. Uh, He um, is one that pushes me not only creatively, but spiritually. He's a pastor and, uh, he he's one of the dopest MCs that I met. <laughs> um, I actually met him through another brand that I want to talk about, Urban Voice. But before we go to Urban Voice, Humble Kings, we got Genesis uh, linked up with this bro because he's a digital artist. If you guys need a, a logo, wow, he created the Humble Kings logo. Met him through T Barlow. And uh, uh, we got some things that we're working on. I don't know if you've seen, like, we we started this series. We only released one so far, uh, but we got the next one underway. Uh, just trying to educate people on how to rap. <laughs> For me... Really? I, bro, my first rap song, I threw it in the trash. My second rap song, <laughs> I threw it in the trash. And uh, I actually paid somebody, I'm gonna drop his name in this. I feel like this is a safe environment. Drew Morrissey, How to Rap. Uh, I paid this dude for probably six to 12 months uh, to teach me how to rap. And then I realized that in my own efforts in like finding YouTube links and just listening to rap music, I was learning everything that I needed to know from my own Research on um, right. how to grow as a rapper. Right, uh, but we got this project, Me and Genesis. Uh, we're we're spinning game for people that want to know how to rap. Wow, <laughs> uh, I'm sure you're
0: going to get a lot of people that'll be interested in doing that. I really I hope so. I Are hope you so. sending this out to churches for
1: you know? It's on YouTube. Uh, we're sharing on Facebook. We want it to go as far as it can go. So if you got some connects that we can, can pitch this to, please let me know. Um, sure. But we just want to help. We want to help the culture. We want to help, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that have a passion for hip hop, uh, but there's a lot of people who don't really understand the music. So we want to help bridge that gap. That's I'm going to stick it at that. <laughs> so, so
0: do you see this as an opportunity to reach some of the secular hip hop artists?
1: Absolutely. I, I, Me personally, I'll say yes. Um, I feel like the content that we've recorded has not been in that light. Mm. But I think definitely that this will be something that, I mean, hip hop is universal there's there's white kids that listen to hip-hop yeah there's uh you know young nerdy kids that listen to hip-hop yeah there's thugs in the street that listen to hip-hop this is something that is universal that can reach anyone it's, um, it's,
0: it's got to be good
1: you know it, what I'm saying it, right. it's gotta yep. be
0: good and I remember I would play my Christian hip-hop music and everybody else that was not Christian would look at me like what are you playing? Why are you playing that around here this this is not and I, I i grew up in uh it's not so much urbanized area but it was a uh a, a drug area um okay so i had my little uh bass speaker in my ford granada <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <Riding>
1: around. <laughs> cool. okay
0: so uh I, I definitely played it, and anybody that got in my car heard it. And most of the time, it was like, "Oh, what is what is this mess here that you're playing?" You know, they they right. never even heard the they didn't lyrics. Get it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, the beats were.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that that's how I feel about country music.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So, so it's it's it, do your thing. It's it's, it's got to reach an audience, and you know God is giving you and put this in your heart. Don't let nobody stop you. You know, if you're for sure,
1: fully so committed I'm, I'm, to it. I'm, yes, take sir. It,
0: take your purpose and just and just go.
1: I, I've been taking these marketing classes, and I feel like another branch of this humble kings brand is that we can offer coaching consulting services for people that need marketing resources. And yeah, man, I want to, I want to do as much as we can to help others. But like Uh, I had this catch saying that it's not about me, anything I can do to help others. I'm for it. So if it's whatever brand I can, can create, can correlate uh, whatever efforts I can put into motion to help people to reach their position, to reach their potential, uh, I'm all for it. So that takes me to Urban Voice, which 2017 recreated actually we started out doing writing workshops it was writing workshops for poets and for songwriters Aha,
0: so here comes the writing piece
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes sir so 2017 let me drop linkedin in here are you are you on linkedin no i'm not oh my
0: god you can't be a gary v fan if you're not on linkedin <laughs> <laughs> all <right. laughs> that's all he I, says
1: I, linkedin 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 it's like okay okay uh, i'm uh, on there i'm on there <laughs> uh, right And he's gonna <laughs> talk about it so much that we're gonna need another social media platform
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so I, that's good because there's not a lot of people who are into writing um yeah it, it's it's a field that um uh, definitely ties to rap some people freestyle and can flow others write them and not me you need to write it
1: <laughs> for sure yeah i i feel like in uh one of my friends tim moore he's got his own things going on check out vision writers llc uh he he preached to me in that year 2017 uh, write it down, make it plain So that he, whoever readeth it, it Can run Habakkuk
0: 223, go ahead man
1: Go ahead <laughs> <laughs> Nice <laughs> uh, And I, I still struggle With that today I, I'm still working on it But uh, under that brand Urban Voice We started these workshops And we realized that creativity is Is so much more Than writing is so much more than rap, it's so much more than poetry. There, I mean, we had, we were doing events where we were collaborating with voice actors, we were collaborating with uh, screen actors, we were collaborating with dance instructors and cooks. And yep. like there's so many different aspects of creativity. We see this need for an institute that can educate people creatively in all these different aspects. Uh, but we feel like the things that are in place fail to reach the people who, who need those services. Yeah. So, uh, Urban Voice, that's a nonprofit that we want to teach these creative outlets to, to the common day person. Nice. Another level of music, it's a, it's a record label, you know, it just is what it is. Um, And then my music, GT Dye music, and we also want to build a studio. That's something that uh, hopefully we we had in 2017, um, didn't work out with the place and the people that we were in business with. But it might be an opportunity for us to revisit that here in the near future. So, dreamer, yes, sir, <laughs> the dreamer, big time.
0: <laughs> Man, that's all right. That's nice. That is yes, really sir. nice. So, yes, um, are you targeting? What are you? Are you targeting any age range? Or are you just looking for anyone who's interested in all of those things that you just mentioned—the the cooking, the writing, the dancing you know, you, you putting them up under one house or
1: uh, I, I feel like there's a, a major call for anyone of all ages uh, for Urban Voice to serve those different outlets and I feel like it's a kind of a Trinitarian structure Urban Voice is a nonprofit.
0: Okay.
1: Humble Kings as a service for people, Another Level of Music as uh, a studio, which also encompasses the hub, which is this creative outlet. And I don't know if I said the hub. Um, but this, this all creative, it's all creative. All of this serves kind of the same goal of serving the creative creativity in the community and allowing people to have the resources and the information that they need to create at their maximum potential. Uh, I go to my city church. Um, I'm a regular member. I don't know what kind of like facilitative membership Mm -hmm. standards I need to meet, but I think I met them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. We planted a church, a second campus in downtown Omaha, and I'm wow. part of the creative department in that aspect, uh, in the downtown campus, and then also some of, somewhat in the main campus. Um, you volunteer
0: a lot of time?
1: Yeah, bi-weekly, um, and then on the third week, so 4 I'll say three out of four weeks, uh, I volunteer either in the creative or in the kitchen. I haven't spoken to my spiritual covering about all of this creativity. Right. Um, And I feel like that is actually a good step that I need to take. And as far as getting the church involved in things, we also run an open mic um, that is open to anyone of any creative outlet so if there's anybody listening in the Omaha area, or if you're traveling to Omaha, look up Good Vibes, Vibes with a Z. Uh, we do an open mic once a month in the Sozo Coffee House. It's a big venue, so we have space to make sure that people are social distanced. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. If it was a smaller venue, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with it. But depend, based on our attendance... And the space that we have, I feel like it's a good space to allow for the open mic. If that changes, best believe that we will be uh, putting these open mics on hold. We actually stopped for a while in the summer while COVID was at its peak. Um, but we felt like people need opportunities to give and also receive hope, but also to uh, pour into that creativity that we all have uh, a need for so um under good vibes uh we're working on bridging that gap with the church um my city church but also you know we we actually see quite a bit of spiritual uh attendance if you will Mm -hmm. um even though people may not be It's a family-friendly open mic, and it seems like every time that we have it, we have someone that is just on the edge of (laughs) Uh, (laughs) family-friendly, but it's good that, you know, they have an outlet to pour their creativity out. Yeah. Um, We just got to be better on the logistics side of letting Mm -hmm. them know, hey, you you can't cuss in your set, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we had a guy this last time. He he had uh, he gave a piece, and it was all about um, about calling people to action. Um, he was talking about a nonprofit that he uh, heads that they're really involved in some of the political stuff, and. He gave his piece and then after his set, like in his in his set, he cussed and it was like, okay, maybe some people missed that because it was like kind of fast. Right. But then he came back and was like, in case you missed that, I oh. said, oh. as that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and it's oh, like, man. oh bro, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so we just gotta we gotta make sure on the the facility side of things that we're, we're making sure that everything is is by the book.
0: yeah that's that's tough because people are looking for any any venue that they can to try to get themselves exposed and for real sometimes bad exposure is good in their right, mind right know?
1: unfortunately
0: i'm gonna get out here and shock all these people with what i know
1: <laughs> right, man, it's tough.
0: I'm gonna drop it like it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> right, ain't that crazy? <laughs>
1: drop it like it's hot. It and then drop the mic. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you support, support. Check out. GT Dime Music. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Um, I I personally am not the most consistent with putting out content, just because there's so many things that I'm doing. Um, the best thing would be to just friend me on Facebook, GT Dime Music, and then usually I try to share some of the stuff that I'm involved in. Congratulations. Um, I I'll say personally, I don't I don't expect anybody to give to me personally Mm -hmm. um I I have all these creative things that I want to do and anything that someone comes along and wants to partner with I'm extremely appreciative of and a lot of times I'm surprised at just the the amount of things that people give and I I feel like I have to I have to call this person out uh, Walter Williams. He's a he's a gentleman that he has his own um his own creative things that he's involved in. We call him the bowtie because that's kind of his brand. <laughs> he has his bow tie, which is completely not me. I <laughs> bow ties make me uncomfortable. <laughs> but, but shout out to bowtie because he, he came along and I we talked to him when we first had the idea of opening the studio. And he was like, okay, just let me know what you need. And then wow. kind of outside of that, I came up with this idea of these, these workshops. And he was like, okay, just let me know what you need. Wow. And all through 2017, he put the bill for the majority of the events that we had on, whether it was paying the venue whether it was paying for food for the event, whether it was paying and allowing us to have a venue that ended up being a studio that, uh, you know, um, financially he gave a ton and he was present through all of that. So I, (laughs) I gotta say, shout out to you, (laughs) <laughs> Walter Bowtie Williams. I love you, man. Thank you for, for everything that you've done so far. And, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, man. Um, we, we, we've got some things that we're looking at doing in the near future that hopefully that that sort of support is going to come and be a huge, huge benefit for the things that we're trying to do in the future.
0: Hmm.
1: There's a certain task that is set for you to
0: do. Yes, nobody else can do it. Nobody else this can sir. be GT
1: Don music. That's that's that's, that's your calling. I like how you pronounce that correctly. <laughs> I studied the phonetics on that.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. Believe me, I was worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to mess this up.
1: <laughs> no, and to go even deeper into that, I feel like that project of Humble Kings, I don't even know where Daniel Wiseman came into the mix. Yeah. But uh,
0: <laughs> Daniel,
1: the, shout out the, to Daniel for real. <laughs> shout out to Daniel. Hey, Daniel is one of the biggest. We have two huge supporters for that project, Humble Kings, when we were doing the radio shows, Daniel and Samantha Samantha Francie that were on pretty much every show commenting, helping us know that there are people engaging in what we're doing wow. that helped us to keep that fire going. But Daniel told me, hey, you got to talk to my guy. Yeah, uh, I I got
0: to say, man, Daniel, I appreciate you, bro. Thank you for making the connection. Oh, yes. Yes, Daniel. Yep. Yeah, he kept after me. He said, don't forget <laughs> to get a GD. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget him. Don't forget him. It's crazy because um, I don't know if he told you, but I uh, volunteer at my church doing deliverances and uh, also assistant pastor. And I started getting into podcasting about real heavy about a year and a half ago. I, too, was watching Gary Maynard Chuck, there and uh, nice. listened at a lot of stuff that he said. He said, you need to push, push your con- content out there. Content,
1: so, content, content, yep.
0: You can take 20 minutes and put something out there.
1: <laughs> yep. And
0: um, I found, or Daniel found me, I should say. <laughs> And uh, it's it's been uh it's been all love. it's been all love. all right well folks that was GT Nine Music and he's graced us with his presence on Radiant Fire Radio and I'm so glad to have had him. Any closing thoughts?
1: Uh, I'm gonna just say you know your journey is your own. You gotta own it and uh, make sure that you got you keep God first in all things. Uh. Check out Homecoming 2021, hopefully, God willing. And uh, yeah, I appreciate the opportunity, Chris. Thank you so much.
0: Not a problem at all. I really enjoyed it.
1: (laughs) Me too, bro. Me too.
0: (laughs) We are committed to excellence and truth. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. As we go forth in this endeavor in this hour, we pray that God would be with you his prophetic mantle, and his prophetic anointing would be upon your life. Please feel free to contact us at any time with questions, comments, or concerns. You can reach us at Christopher at RadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries, on YouTube.